0: hello and welcome to fireside stories my name is mac and i'll be your host today we have a great american folk tale of a mysterious lumberjack so grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire here we go Today's story comes from the story collection of Paul Bunyan by Del McCormick. Many tales are told of Paul Bunyan the Giant Woodsman, mightiest hero of the North Woods. A man of great size and strength who was taller than the trees of the forest. He had such strength in his huge arms they say he could take the tallest pine trees and break it in two with his bare hands. They tell of his mighty deeds and strange adventures from Maine to California. He could outrun the swiftest deer and cross the wildest river in one great stride. Even today, lumberjacks who work out in the woods find small lakes and point to them out saying, those are the footprints of Paul Bunyan that have been filled with water. A giant logger was Paul, and he chopped down the whole forest in a single day. And he and his woodsmen logged off North Dakota in a single month. His axe was as wide as a barn door, and he had a great oak tree for a handle. It took six full-grown men to lift it. They say that he was born in Maine, and even as a baby, he was so large that his mother and father had to get 14 cows to supply milk for his porridge. Every morning, when they looked at him, he had grown two feet taller. They had built a huge cradle for Paul and floated it in the ocean off the coast of Maine. The ocean waves would rock him back and forth to sleep. One day, he started bouncing up and down in his cradle and started a 70-foot tall tidal wave that washed away a small town and village. After that, Paul's folks gave up the idea of a floating cradle and took Paul with them into the main woods. Here, they felt that he could be kept out of mischief. Paul spent his boyhood in the woods and helped his father cut down trees. They sawed the trees into logs and tied them together into large rafts which floated down the river to the sawmills. Even as a boy, he had the strength of twelve men and could ride a raft through the wildest rapids in the river. One day, the man at the sawmill refused to buy the logs. They were too large for his mill to cut up into lumber. So, Paul chained them together again and pulled the raft back up the river to his father's camp. Imagine his dad's surprise to see young Paul wading up the river towing the great raft of logs behind him. Everybody liked young Paul. And for miles around, they told of his great feats of strength. Of how he took an iron crowbar and bent it into a safety pen to hold together a rip in his trousers. Of how at another time he came to the end of the field he was plowing with two oxen. And having no room to turn the plow and oxen around, he picked up the plow, oxen and all, and turned them around to start back the other way. Yet, Paul never boasted. When people asked him how strong he was, he just laughed. And when Paul laughed, the folks in the villages ran into their houses and hid in the cellars, thinking it was a thunderstorm. In spite of his huge size, Paul was as quick as lightning. They say he was the only man in the woods who could blow out in a candle at night and hop into the bed before it was dark. When Paul was full grown, he decided he wanted to become the greatest lumberjack in America and perform great feats of logging. He dreamed of leading his men through wondrous adventures in the great forests of the West. One day, when Paul was working in his father's logging camp in the Maine woods, it started to snow. Day after day, The soft, fluffy snowflakes fell until the entire camp was covered with a blanket of snow. Log cabins disappeared from sight, and all but the tallest trees were buried under the great snowdrifts. And the strangest thing of all was that the snow, instead of being white, was a bright sapphire blue. For miles and miles, as far as one could see, the forest was covered with beautiful blue snow. Loggers even today remember that year and call it the winter of the blue snow. When the snow would stop falling, Paul put his snowshoes on and went out to find wood for the fireplace. As he was returning, he noticed two little ears sticking up through a snowdrift. It must be some poor animal lost and freezing to death, thought Paul. He reached down with one of his great hands and scooped the little thing out of the snow. It was a baby ox calf with thin wobbly legs. Paul put the little calf inside one of his large pockets and took him home. Soon, he was curled up in front of the fireplace and as happy and warm as could be. Oh, poor little baby, said Paul as the little calf drank some warm milk and gratefully caressed Paul's hand with his tongue. Paul decided to call the little calf Babe and to keep him for a pet. The strangest thing about Babe was that even after he became thawed out, his coat remained a soft, glossy blue. Paul nursed his new pet back to health, but his color never changed. The winter of the blue snow had colored him blue, and blue he remained forever after babe followed paul wherever he went and grew larger each day every time paul looked around the little calf seemed to have grown a foot taller in the spring paul built a little barn for babe and put the calf inside for the night the next morning the barn was gone and so was a little blue calf paul searched high and low Finally, he found Babe, calmly eating grass in a neighboring valley, with a barn perched right up on his back. He had outgrown it in a single night. Paul became very fond of Babe and took him on all his adventures in the woods. He grew by leaps and bounds and soon was almost as large as Paul himself. Woodsmen tell us that when Babe was full-grown, he measured 42 axe handles between the eyes. His appetite was tremendous. Every evening, he ate a ton and a half of hay. Even then, he wouldn't be satisfied to go to bed unless he had three wagon loads of turnips for dessert. Paul taught him to help with the logging in the woods and would give him an 80 pound lump of sugar if he had been a good ox during the day. Babe was very useful in many ways. For instance, Paul had a lot of trouble with the crooked, twisting road that wound in and out through the forest. He finally tied one end of the road to a large stump and hitched Babe to the other end with a large logging chain. Babe dug his great hoofs into the ground, strained and tugged, until he had pulled the entire road out straight. It was a mighty feat of strength. In doing it, he stretched the heavy iron links of the logging chain until it was a single iron bar. During his first summer, Babe became fat and lazy and one day refused to pull the logs down the road to the river. He wanted to wait until winter when the snow was on the ground and the logs would slide easier. Paul didn't say a word, but that night he had the men secretly whitewash the road. The next morning, Babe thought it was snow and pulled the logs without further trouble. When winter finally came again and covered the main woods with beautiful white snow, Babe was the happiest ox in the world. He loved to roam through the woods on the new snowshoes that Paul had given him for his first birthday. The greatest trouble Paul had that winter was finding enough food for Babe, who was getting thin. One day, he thought of a great idea and called Ole the Big Swede. Ole was the camp blacksmith and next to Paul, the largest man in camp. Ole, he said, I want you to make the largest pair of green eyeglasses in the world. When Ole finished, Paul put the glasses on Babe, strapping them over his nose he then turned Babe out into the snow again. To Babe, with his new green glasses, all the snow looked like nice green grass. He ate and ate and grew fat and healthy again in no time at all. In all the woods, there was no one so kindly towards Babe as Paul Bunyan, and no ox was ever as faithful to his master as Babe. The famous blue ox.